Now, the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show continues. Here's your host, Brian Beatty. Welcome back, folks, as the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show continues here on the Big Talker 1250 WTMA and WTMA.com. I'm with David Stein of Crown Home Lending or Crown Home Mortgage, and uh, we're going to continue this conversation about how do we help folks in this environment as opposed to just you know, sending them down the conveyor belt and go get a 30 year fixed and it is what it is. And, you know, if you can afford a home right now, great. Uh, if not, just wait. You know, it, I, I really think a lot of folks right now are clearly turned off by the cost of home ownership. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's, it's very it's been a challenge. It's, it's been a challenge, but uh, everybody's situation is different. I've been doing this a long time and there's not one borrower that's similar to the, another borrower. Everyone's scenario is different. Their their uh, goals are different. And the best thing to do is to get pre-approved or find out your financial condition before you go shopping for a house so that uh, Brian and his team know exactly what you qualify for. And that's what we do. We consult. Uh, we uh, we take all your information. We talk out your uh, goals, your, your your family planning, what your future looks like. And then we can offer our advice and our assistance on what programs that you would qualify for. And then within those programs, we like we talked about, there's some creativity on the buy-downs or the arms or some interest-only programs. But the one thing I'll, I'll say is there is a cost to wait. So I know a lot of people are saying, I'm just going to sit on the sidelines and wait till rates come down because then I'll feel more comfortable of that payment. Well, what happens is when you do wait, there is a cost to that. Number one, the house that you're looking at today and you're going to wait till, let's say, next year till rates come down, that house price is probably going to be higher. In the market that we're in especially, uh, the demand is very high down here and we've seen an increase in prices even till right now with everything that's going on. Prices are, are uh, going up. And by the way, not to interrupt, but that is different than the national narrative. Correct. If you're going to go online and try and do research about the state of the market, what David just said is somewhat counterintuitive, but you have to think about the fact that we are an influx market. Correct. People are moving here from all over the country continuously. It, it's still happening. Obviously, it's starting to slow down a little bit, understandably so. But, you know, if you look at the top three areas that people move here from, it's D.C., New York, L.A., in that order. Yeah. Uh, so the demand is high. And they're coming here with money. And Yeah, Exactly. Um, so with demand always being high, you know, the supply is low, it's going to create bidding wars, it's going to create that appreciation on the houses. The things that the government's trying to do is not working in certain areas like ours because of that fact. Mm -hmm. And if you do listen to that national narrative on the national news or read the USA Today and think, you know, the national papers, you know, they take a conglomerate of the entire United States. Uh, they're not regionalizing that, that message. And unfortunately... You know, negativity that's out there sells. Uh, those are the headlines. Those are the things that yep. capture attention. If it, uh, if it bleeds, it leads, as they say. Exactly. So, you know, go outside the box. You know, talk to professionals and find out what's happening in your market. And the going back to the cost of waiting, that house is going to be more expensive. And guess what else is going to happen? When rates come down, more buyers are going to come into the market. With our low inventory, that's just going to create more demand and unfortunately, the people that are in those stats that you mentioned of the below the five and fours and threes, just because the rates come down doesn't mean automatically overnight that inventory is going to double. 
it's going to be a slow turn uh, up, uh, creeping up as rates come down and the, the, the supply and demand isn't going to change. The dynamic is not going to change. It may get worse uh, like we saw during COVID, uh, which is going to make your prices higher. So not only do you lose out on the appreciation by waiting, you lose out on the forced savings that you have by making your mortgage payments. Even though it's a small amount in the beginning, you're still paying towards your equity. It's kind of a forced savings plan. And guess what? Marry the house, date the rate, buy the house that you like. That house it might be your dream house, and it may not be there when you're ready and when rates are lower. But if you buy the house now and we get some creative financing to get you a lower payment in the beginning, a year or two later, you're going to refinance, be in that fixed rate, and you're going to be very happy that you made that decision. You know, you've got a bunch of gurus out there that they'll be on one side of the fence or the other as it relates to your primary residence being an asset or a liability. Depends on how you look at it. Sure. But, you know, for the, you know, just, just this, the stat that I mentioned for those that are just joining, almost two thirds of everyone in this country has an interest rate at or below 4%. So they're referring to this new phenomenon as the lock-in effect. Yeah. Handcuffed. There's no real incentive to sell a home and buy another like there was several years ago where let's go back to right before COVID. You know, you go back to 2019, we had 6,500 homes for sale in our area. We've got under 3,000 still. Yeah. I mean, there was a point in time where if you extrapolated new construction and the listings that were in our MLS that were out of area, you know, not really in the Tri-County area, but were entered into the Charleston MLS for Greenville or Columbia or whatever, we had like 600 homes for sale. Yeah, it was... It was, it was nuts. It was so low. Um, and so, uh, you know, the idea of the cost of waiting is all based on your need, your level of comfort, um, and, and whether it just makes sense for you right now. And, and this is where I personally get a little irritated with the industry in, in general is that... Have you ever noticed how people in sales have, have this way of telling you that right now is always the best time of course. To, to buy or sell? It might not be for you. It might be worthwhile for you to just stay in your home a little bit longer, let this storm calm down a little bit, and then think about moving. That's okay. I know that's probably weird for you to hear somebody in sales say, but do what's comfortable for you. Sure. And buying real estate, to your point of now is always a good time. You know, If you're buying a primary residence and you're planning on staying there three to seven years in that range, it's going to be a good investment. Real estate has always traditionally in any period of time has appreciated and has been the, you know, the wealth of America. Um, this is not for people who, you know, buy now, sell it a year from now because, you know, there's costs involved. Right. Uh, but for just buying your primary residence that you feel you're going to be in there uh, for quite some time, there is never a better time to buy uh, because interest rates change. Prices are going to keep going up. So rates will go down. You can always take advantage of that. But that house is not going to be that same house down the road. There is obvious advantages in terms of the longevity associated with you owning a house and the equity that it creates over time as the market goes up and down and sideways in any other direction, uh, which I feel like it has over the past several years. But what's interesting is if, if you really step back for a second and you think about it, real estate kind of became a version of a get rich quick scheme back in like the early to mid 2000s Correct. when we had a huge run on appreciation and the market was full of speculative buyers and investors just hedging on the 
overwhelming appreciation that we're seeing at the time. Well, then obviously 2008 hit. And then the market did something kind of counterintuitive when COVID hit, which is that it just shot through the roof. Yeah. Um, obviously, no one really predicted that interest rates, you could get an interest rate for 2.75%. It was crazy. Um, well, and so we'll then it those. became kind of another get-rich-quick scheme. And so if that's the perception you have of, of the real estate market, that's not reality. There are pockets of time where that does exist. And like you can make money hand over fist. Yeah. Um, now we're just back to if you need to sell Obviously, there's a buyer out there for you. If you need to buy, we can find you a home. But we're just back to, a, in my mind, a normal market. The only kind of difference between where we are right now and where we have been as it relates to a quote-unquote normal market is that the inventory is just low. Correct. So it's creating this. It's not even a false sense of demand. It is demand because we still have a lot of buyers looking for homes in our market that don't really exist. And given the stats that I just read, there's not a huge slew of people getting ready to put their home on the market because frankly, a lot of people over the past few years have already moved. We borrowed transactions from several years down the road and fit it into a two-year stretch because people are like, well, why not? It makes sense. Yeah, the opportunity was there for them and uh, that's what caused the the sudden rise in all the purchases, refinances, and that whole uh, two-year uh, window of uh, I've never seen anything like that in my 28 years, uh, those, those two years of COVID, uh, the people in those low interest rates, you know, they're selling their houses if they have to, you know, when they have to, mm-hmm. and people still have to sell their house. People get relocated, people get divorced, uh, people have financial difficulties. Uh, so there's still activity out there. As a matter of fact, uh, I was speaking to a client of mine this morning who is sitting at a 3.8 interest rate, but a house came up in her neighborhood that was her dream house. She called me up this morning to say, I know I'm crazy, but I'm at 3.8. Where am I going to be here? I want this house. So those people, you know, they exist. And we're going to help her actually with a 2-1 buy down because of the fact of that payment shock. Uh, But this is the house that they dreamed of. And they don't care that their interest rate is that low because it's about the house. It's about their future and where they want to be. And five years from now, they probably would kick themselves by saying, well, I should have, I could have, but I didn't because I was afraid of that higher monthly payment in that temporary situation. Mm-hmm. There's a little risk involved. Sure. Has to be taken into consideration. Are there any other creative solutions, uh, David, that you want to uh, discuss this well, morning? I will uh, talk about uh, investment properties. Okay. Uh, because, you know, that's an area that uh, is, you know, very lucrative, especially we're seeing a lot of people, to be honest with you, who have a rise in their equity in their house, tapping into that equity to take a second mortgage because they don't want to touch that uh, he lo- uh, that uh, lower interest rate or get a home equity line of credit, use that money to either buy a second home or to buy an investment property. The one good thing about investment properties is we can do them with a no income verification uh, product. So people who think that they don't qualify for these uh, properties uh, and are afraid to get into that investment, uh, buying an investment condo and, and building wealth for the future, uh, they don't think they are going to qualify. We have programs to help them qualify because we use the property and the self-sufficiency of that property versus their monthly income. So is that a DSCR? It's a DSCR, debt service coverage ratio program, uh, where we're looking just at the property in question. If it's uh, And it doesn't even have to be cash positive. Uh, we still can do the loans. It could be potentially cash positive. It could be potentially cash positive because 
A lot of people use Airbnb and these VRBOs and do very well on these properties. But for lending guidelines, we go by what, what this house will rent for in a traditional 12-month lease uh, for a family that's going to come in and rent it. Most investors know, hey, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be using Airbnb and making a lot more money than uh, what the underwriter is going to calculate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why we have these programs uh, that allow for that. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of folks got on the Airbnb train um, a few years ago and have done phenomenally Phenomenal. well with it. I've had a, a short-term rental since 2011 in downtown Charleston that I bought that was at the time kind of in a an up-and-coming area. Now it's like smack dab in the middle of Upper, Upper King, and, and, and it's amazing to see that area change. You know, I've, I've lived here since 2002. Um, but I tell you, there's, you know, for folks that are thinking of buying an investment property, yes, the Airbnb market has been flooded over the years with opportunity, with not just opportunity, but also with inventory, right? There are a lot of people that are renting out properties on a short-term basis. But I tell you what I'm not seeing a lot of that I think there's an opportunity for are 30-day rentals, 30-day furnished rentals. Think about the buyers that move here from other states. Or business people. Or relocations or traveling nurses or snowbirds. I mean, there's there's a market for Absolutely. that. You're not going to make as much as you would on an Airbnb, but you'll probably make more than just a typical 12-month rental. Obviously, there's a little more risk in, associated with that because you have multiple tenants in a year as opposed sure. to just one, and you hope that that one tenant or those tenants pay you. David, I really appreciate you being on the show. Again, the, the purpose of this show, for, for those that are listening this morning at least, is really all about creative solutions and working with people that understand and have done deals in more than just the traditional sense. Like if, if you're viewing your real estate agent as nothing, nothing more than a facilitator of a transaction, I'm here to tell you that there are other folks out there that can offer some things you don't know, you don't know yet, that can make this process a lot more productive, profitable, and, and just easier on you. Absolutely. What you don't know is the, that's why we're here to right. educate and to give options uh, because there's so many creative ways to uh, do things. A lot of uh, companies or loan officers that are out there either just don't know about it or don't take the time to learn about it. There's hundreds and hundreds of loan programs available in our market. Uh, Crown Home Mortgage has access to all of them. Awesome. You want to give us your contact info one more time? Sure. I'll get it right this time. Let's go for uh, it. Phone number 855 855- 843 loan. That's 855-843-5626. That's a toll-free number, or you can find us on the web at uh, crownhm.com. David, great seeing you. Great having you on the Appreciate show. Appreciate being here. And folks, if you want to reach out to me, you have some questions about buying, selling, investing, having your property managed. I'm here to help. 843-800-0065 is my number. 843-800-0065. Uh, or check us out online at listingsincharleston.com or brianbeattyteam.com. Stick around, folks, for more of the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show right here on the Big Talker 1250 WTMA. Stay tuned for more of the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show. Have a real estate question? Ask Brian Beatty. Contact Brian Beatty online at listingsincharleston.com. That's listingsincharleston.com. Or call him at 843-888-0065. That's 843-888-0065.